0: Welcome into episode 37 of Hometown Threads on 14WILI and 95.3 FM and Willimantic Today Facebook. Brought to you by the fine folks at Liberty Bank B Community Kind with three great local locations. West Main Street, Willimantic, over there in Gateway Commons. I think I know the manager over there, my wife, Mary I Garconi. I better know the manager over there. Uh, and of course, across the street from the radio station, 679 Main Street, Willimantic. Hello to Angela Smart and her crew. And Route 195 in Mansfield, uh, new manager up there, Patrick. Uh, hello to Patrick and uh, everyone at Liberty Bank. Thank you so much. Liberty Bank, B community kind. J. Matt, Rupar, J. Matt Rupar, if you wouldn't mind, say hello to the fine folks. Hello. Thank you to J. Matt Rupar, everyone at Willamantic Today, and everyone that makes this show go uh, every Tuesday on the radio, 5.05 to 5.30 on 14WILI, 95.3 FM. And, of course, uh, throughout the week on Willamantic Today, Facebook. We're going way back here on, uh, for Episode 37. Uh, a guy I've known since second grade it's a pleasure to bring in the new columbia fire chief scott Haddad. good afternoon he, he used to be scotty back in the day <laughs> oh my uh, god i feel yeah. so old i have to call him scott now or should i call you chief no nope, scott is fine yeah <laughs> he's got his scott chief Hathead shirt on yeah got the chief Haddad shirt so uh, this is like breaking news congratulations thank you Yep, yeah, it was july of this year july Yep. Yeah. Yeah. and uh, uh now for the long you know, we're gonna go way back as we usually do in hometown threads with all our guests yeah. But I gotta ask you this, you were, now how long have you been with the Columbia Fire Department? It's I'm in my 27th year. 27 years? 27 years,
1: yeah.
0: And how many, uh, before you became chief, you're always, uh, well they say second in command,
1: right? What's that title again? Yep, Uh, second in command is deputy chief. I was there for three years, and then I was uh, assistant chief before that for 11 years. Was this always a goal to become chief?
0: Not really. Because I remember you telling me, and I wanted to check with you. Because I remember a few years back, you know, and I know it's a huge honor, but I remember you saying, yeah, "I'm not sure if I want to be chief."
1: Yeah, not sure because it's a it's a huge time commitment. Um, there's a lot of responsibility. Um, it's just uh, and things are different now. And when my kids were growing up, um, to to be able to give that commitment to what it takes to be chief, um, it wasn't a, wasn't a goal back then. Um, just the way things uh, happen to work out right now. Um, where I am in life and uh, how our fire department is doing. Um, great fire department over there in Columbia, um, and I'm just truly honored to be able to lead the men and women of that fire department.
0: Yeah, um, I'm sure you have uh, obviously lots of help too.
1: <laughs> yeah, we can't do it alone, um, <laughs> no. for sure. Um, that's something I did want to talk about. You know, going forward, is, is help and volunteerism in the fire department. It's uh, it's it's getting harder.
0: Well, later in the show, of course, I want and uh, we're definitely going to I want you to shout out and give love to all the people that you work closely with and yep. people that make that fire department go uh, for years as well. But uh, now who took your spot as deputy chief? Uh, Jeff Lewis.
1: Okay. Yep. Jeff Lewis was uh, behind me as the assistant chief and we both moved up a spot, um, replaced uh, Chief Steve Pistemski, who's still um, around and still involved, um, uh very good leadership. Very great guy. Good friend of mine. Um, so we're making sure he stays around and stays involved. Um, he has some different things going on in his life, new baby, things like that, and it takes a uh, it takes a lot of a lot of time, like I said, uh, away from the family to be able to do this.
0: Did you feel this opportunity coming? Did you know it was going to happen eventually? Like, tell tell us uh, how uh, they pulled you aside and say, Scott, we'd like you to be chief, or how did that? Yeah, all no, went? we
1: had we had meetings. I had meetings with uh, the. The past chief, Chief Busemsky, um with Jeff, um, and we talked about it and just trying to find the direction of the fire department and where we're going. And uh, at this time, we just decided that um, it was a, a good time for me to to take a turn, um, like I said, and lead such a uh, such a great department. Um, you know, from the 27 years I've been there, I started in 1996, and I got my oh. received my EMT in 1997. So most of what we do is ambulance calls. Um, but throughout those years of being there, um, I worked my way up through the ranks, from lieutenant to captain to assistant chief, um, behind Chief Starkel, and then uh, I was deputy chief behind Chief Pastemsky. Is this something
0: you knew? You said you started in '96. When you walked through those doors in 1996, did you think this was going to go this long? Over their times, going, yeah,
1: this is good for now. I mean, I think I want to do this though after. Right. Um, it always seemed to be a part of who i am public safety um my father was a Womanic police officer um, back in the 70s um until unfortunately he was directing traffic at a uh, a fire on jackson street and got hit by a car oh, you know so he shortly after that had to retire from being a police officer um but it just seems that it's been always ingrained in my blood so um from him waking us up when we were young taking us to fires in Willamanic um to just uh when we moved out to phoenix For the short time during high school. Yep. Uh, After 1986, after Kramer, I went out to uh, Phoenix, Arizona for four years through high school. And I spent a lot of time at the Phoenix Fire Department out there. So you spent time out uh, doing at the fire department in Phoenix? Just just hanging out. I was under 18 years old, yeah. but my next-door neighbor was on the Phoenix fire department, um, and I went there every three days and, and hung out and went on cool. some calls and things, and you had a really a really great time. He was a, a big influence uh, in my life. I'll never
0: forget when this guy moved out west because, as you said, it was really right before Kramer, right? Was... Right after Kramer. Oh, right after right Kramer. Right
1: 1986.
0: So when, he, when the news came down that—because uh, news travels fast around here. And Scott <laughs> Haddad and his family were moving to— phoenix arizona like, what come on sky right. we were heartbroken around here. yeah and uh it was the best news we found out you come back was it four years later 1990 yeah he came yeah, back four years later and uh, and he's back and he's back for good it was just great to, and then uh uh, we we have a lot of mutual friends, of course, growing up together. And uh, no, let's well, just, yeah, well, we're with Scott, Scott Haddad here, the new uh, Columbia Fire Chief here on Hometown Threads, episode 37 on 14WILI, uh, 95.3 FM, and Willowmantic Today Facebook, brought to you by Liberty Bank. B community kind. I forgot to put that one up there. Uh, so let's, as we usually do with all our guests, let's go way back. And you and I certainly go sure. way back. How
1: far do you want to go back? What was the last time we were in the studio together? <laughs> huh?
0: I uh, we see, were... he brought this up yeah, before the show. And uh, oh my, I was going to start with St. Mary St. Joseph's, which I know we'll touch on that. But... Um, we were in the studio together? Okay, go we were. ahead. We
1: were at your house, I think, just probably playing wiffle ball. Um, yeah. And then uh, your dad wanted to come down to the station, which was down further, down on Main Street. 948, we're, yep. uh, Stone Road Kitchen and Bar. And then he asked us if we wanted to film a, or film, he asked if we wanted to record uh, a commercial. And we both did a spot, same spot, but for brand travel. Oh my God, that's right! Wow,
0: yeah. I yeah. okay, I really don't remember that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was a long time ago. I don't even know how old. and you doing I'm wanna... not good with dates. I did one, you did one, and they both played on the air. Okay, yeah, wow, look at for that. Brain travel, but...
0: I'm sure my father uh, may have that in the archive somewhere, but um, yeah, I
1: don't know. To try and uh,
0: yeah, cassette an to reel to yeah. so, You know we're. Uh, the younger uh well probably like uh, your kids who uh, i know jonathan's a big fan of the show your oldest son yep. jonathan well, we'll get to him too because he's kind of following in your footsteps for sure does jonathan know what a cassette or reel to reel <laughs> he's i'm category. sure he does yeah yeah he's a pretty yeah. bright kid but anyway so okay so let's go way back and when i go way back i was thinking about this earlier today second grade is i think when we met over at st mary st joseph school yep. which again i've said this thomas form, sister, sister thomas moore, moore yep. we hope someday that school reopens that's a whole other story but um so you, we went through saint mary st joseph's uh well i i think the same second through sixth right because you went to and then i went to kramer but i because because i think you were going to kramer and probably a few others you're probably the main reason because you and i were like <laughs> best friends in saint mary's st Joseph's school wearing our uniforms yep. and all that I think you were one of the main reasons why I went to my parents that summer after sixth grade. No no due, no disrespect to you know the education, right. the people we, we met over there, great long lasting friendships as well. And people we still, you know, connect with on, on Facebook every now and then. But I remember going home to my parents that summer going, Can I please go to Kramer, please? Yeah. They let me go to Kramer. Yeah. And you know what? It wasn't St. Mary's St. Joseph. <laughs> right. But <laughs> well, we days. had a good time there too. Yes, we did. Yeah. There were fights every day. No, anyway. Yeah. But, so we went on to Kramer, but I think mm-hmm. um, and then you eventually went on to Phoenix. Yep. So uh, well, what my did grandmother
1: get... worked at Kramer too. Remember, that's right. In the library. Wow. Yeah. The
0: library. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. Mrs. Pru. You got any memories right. from Kramer before you uh, bolted out to Phoenix? Not a lot. You know, um, Kramer was was a tough time. Um, you know, unfortunately, that's when my dad passed away yeah. um, in 1983. Um, so there was a lot of changes and a lot of things going on. Um, big big family. You know, the Haddad family. So um, yeah. we had a lot of support. Um, But then mom ended up remarrying, and we moved to Phoenix for for a few years until 1990. So no regrets. Everything worked out um, great. Um, We're in a great place, um, you know, going forward. Met Becky in 1992. That's right. Your wife, Becky, tell us how you guys met. Yeah, met Becky just from uh, hanging out in Willimannock, basically, at the Whole Donut. That's Um, right. I was going to say, was it the Whole Donut? I worked at the Whole Donut. She came in. Yeah, I met Becky. That was 1992. Our 26-year wedding anniversary is next Wednesday. Is it? So, wow! Twenty six years from nineteen ninety seven. Well, happy early twenty six. Thank you. You gonna go back
0: man. to the Dunkin' Donuts in West Main where the whole donut was? And, I don't uh think so. Stay on the parking lot. Go. Yeah. This is where it all started. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I proposed to her out at the Eagleville Dam, so maybe no. maybe we'll go there. We're not gonna go back to the no, whole, no. to the to, the, to uh, the whole donut. Well, very
0: yeah. nice, the Eagleville yeah. Dam. So happy yeah.
1: early twenty six. Thank you. So uh,
0: yeah. one more question about Phoenix? Did you did you like it out Well, Wells Phoenix? I mean, it's beautiful out there. I've been out I there did. a couple of times when my cousin lived out there.
1: Yeah. At any point, were you? Uh, did you miss Connecticut? For sure. Yeah, you know, missed family, missed family and friends. But you know, as far as the experience out in Phoenix, it was it was great. It's just beautiful out wow, there, nice, nice and warm. Yeah. Ride a motorcycle all year round. And I hear it's dry heat. Everybody 120 degrees that. is 120 degrees. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's drier. <laughs> Stick your head in an oven, you'll know, oh, it's, uh, know. it's hot. Um, but yeah, we had a, we had a good time out there. But um, you know, realistically, the family and friends um, are what bring you back home and uh, that's why we ended up back here living with my grandparents on Echo Drive for a while and they were uh they were great. They were great to me as oh, well.
0: So. That was a huge thrill. First of all, it broke our heart when Scott was leaving, but when I found out he's come back, it might have been our mutual friend Matt. Yeah, who when well, he must have found ours. I think that's how he, he came to me one day. And said, Guess who's moving back? Yeah, like yes, Scott's moving back. Yep. So we're in
1: communications. Yeah, it was so. great.
0: So um, okay, so you, you and now you have you have two sons, Jonathan. Yeah, and Jonathan Nick. and
1: Nicholas. Yep, yeah. Tell us about Jonathan and Nicholas. Yeah, Jonathan Nicholas. Jonathan's twenty two years old. Um, he's going to Yukon. And uh, he just recently, last year, got hired at the Wilmack Fire Department full-time.
0: Yes, he's doing so, very well
1: there. Yeah, he's doing very well. Um, very smart. Very smart guy. We're excited to see where he, uh, where he ends up with his journey. Now, does he, is, is he kind of want to do what you're doing? Does he want to stay within the fire
0: department? Or is he
1: kind of, eh, no, he, fun, but... No, he's wanted to be a fireman ever since day one, he told us. So, oh, that's um, got to make you feel... Yeah, that's yeah it's, you really I mean, it's, it's great. It's a, it's a great career. Um, it's not the career I chose um, as a career, um, we can get into that but um it is a great career for people somebody like him starting out at 22 years old um he can retire at 46 which Whew. kind of makes me a little jealous oh
0: very jealous you know
1: um, oh my goodness and then go on to something else uh, after that so he's he's singing himself up uh, pretty good yeah good you know? for him nick is 19 years old and he's a full-time student at uconn as well he goes to uconn hartford
0: okay um, and what's he want to
1: do he's not sure no, he does not have the. Sorry, uh, he joined the Columbia Fire Department at 16 years old. Um, we have a cadet program, 16 to 18 years old. I asked him to join. I wanted him to be around it, um, get the experience, and it it looks great on a college resume as well. And that's our pitch to these 16, 17 year old <laughs> right. kids coming up that are juniors and seniors in high school. We have a cadet program there at the fire department and. They're always looking for volunteer hours. They're looking for community service. Um, this is a great way to get kids involved. We have a we have a really good group of yeah, if younger you members. you to push go
0: ahead. If you want to... Uh... Yeah, we
1: have a really good group of younger members uh, right now at the fire department. The the thing is, volunteerism across the country um, is down almost 20%. Is it really? Yep, and two-thirds of the fire departments across the country are volunteer. So wow. volunteerism's down, and right at the time where... The call volume is getting increasing for everybody. Everybody around here, as the call volume is increasing. Why do you think it's down? Volunteerism. Um, there's there's a bunch of different reasons. Training, commitment. Um, there's it's just a lot to be a member. There's a lot of training you have to do, a lot of classes, um, and and people are just busy now. Or they could be A nervous. lot. Yeah. People are a lot busier than yeah. they ever used to. Mom used to be home. Dad used to work. Now both parents work. So both parents have to help out with getting the kids to practice in soccer and basketball. So there's just, people just don't have the free time that they used wow. to. So it is, uh, it's difficult. So we're we're always looking for members. Um, all the departments around here are looking for members. And
0: where can they reach out, Columbia, to, to like do they, uh, how do they reach out if they want to become a member? Columbia,
1: Columbia we have a Facebook page. Okay. Um, so you can go right there or go to, right to our website, ColumbiaFire5.org, um, and you can, you know, request an an application right online from there. Is there a certain age group you like to? Well, we're looking, like I said, we start at 16 years old in Columbia. So 16 to 17 are cadets. So there's certain restrictions that a cadet can and can't do that are laid out by the state of Connecticut and by our department. So timeframes, overnights, you know, school is the most important thing. And we tell them that when they join, school is the most important thing. They have to finish high school and finish high school well. Um, But in their free time, we, we love having them, we love showing them what it's all about. They can get involved, they can take classes at the Connecticut Fire Academy at 16 mm. and 17 years old. Um, and then from there they can become full members if they decide to hang out and stay in town. And we know we're gonna lose people to college and they move away, but. Plus I'm sure it's a great camaraderie
0: as you've probably, uh, you probably, know. So
1: those are the benefits of joining a volunteer fire department, right? Your, your family expands, yep. you know, tenfold. Um, there's just, you know everybody in town, everybody at the firehouse is a family. Um, We joke around together, we laugh together, and when it's time to work and be serious, then we work and be serious together.
0: Scott Adams with us, episode 37 of Hometown Threads on 14WILI, 95.3 FM, Willimantic Today Facebook, brought to you by Liberty Bank, Be Community Kind. Let's go back to – yeah, I want to circle back to where you said – it really wasn't the career I chose. Talk Correct. about that.
1: Yep. I uh, when we came back from uh, Phoenix in 1990, I was still only 18 years old. Bounced around to a bunch of different jobs uh, here and there, and then in 1996, 1996, 2004 actually, 1996, I was still working in a, in a coatings company in a warehouse. But then in 2004, um, the public safety bug finally got me, where I. Was hired at Tallinn County 911 mm. as a 9-1 dispatcher. That's
0: what I remember. I remember you, yeah, yeah, I remember you were doing that. Yeah. yeah,
1: and that and that really that really grabbed me. Um, what grabbed you about doing dispatch? Just just being able to help people, just being able to send these fire departments out, um, answering 911. You never know what that next call is going to be. It's kind of a rush. It's yeah. it's it can be adrenaline, but at the same time as a dispatcher, you you have to stay completely calm because um, they're looking for help, and you have to be the calm voice.
0: Whew, so, that's got to be tough. I'm sure you got some, some people story. are
1: better at it than others Wow, you know, but uh,
0: can, can you recall? I don't want to put you on the spot. Yeah, any particular story from your dispatch days? Yeah, where I don't know you got any story off the top of your I, head?
1: The, well one that that got documented was um, a gentleman called up from Ellington and his mother was choking Ugh. and Didn't even know it was his mother. He just said she's choking and we stay on the phone with callers now. We do EMD. It's it's emergency medical dispatching, where we can actually do an intervention on the phone while the ambulance and fire department are on the way. So the most important thing is to get the ambulance on the way, on the road. But in these volunteer towns, and even people that have paid staff, it could take three, four, five, ten minutes for an ambulance to get to the house. So we stay on the phone and go over a script of exactly what to do oh, for script. certain. Absolutely. For, for, for certain things. For certain things. Depends on what type call type it is, is what uh, script you go to. So for choking, it's very easy, right? We're gonna go right through the Heimlich maneuver and we're on the phone and he's trying and I can hear her gasping in the background. And I told him, I said, you're gonna have to pick her up. She was choking on a cro- croissant. <gasps> you know, she was eating, so choking. I said, you have to pick her up and keep it. He said, it's not working. And I said, you have to keep trying because we can't just give up and wait for the ambulance to get there. It's gonna be too late. So you have to keep trying You get behind her. And you do the Heimlich. And one, two, three. Did he know how to do the Heimlich? Yep. I talked him through it uh, on the phone. And he put the phone down. I hear him talking. And one, two, three. And I hear her gasp for air. She spit it out. Yep. And sat her back down. And he gets back on the phone. You know, and I said, so who is this lady? And he says, it's my mom. And I was like, oh, my goodness. You just did that to your mom. She's like 90 years old. She was like 90? Yeah. Yeah, I got anxiety just from like listening to that story. Yeah.
0: What's going through your head? No, it was great. After yeah. you, I know you got to be thinking, oh my god! I think yeah. I just
1: you, you saved somebody's life, pretty much. Well, well you, you, you hope, helped that person. You, know, you never know. We helped. You know, at at the time, would the ambulance get there on time? They were on their way, so hopefully they still would have been able to get there if we couldn't get it up. You know, um, but yeah, that's uh, that's that's the thrill of being a 911 dispatcher, staying on the phone and actually helping somebody out in their, in their time of need. Now, how many years did you do the dispatch thing? Again? So I was in Tallinn County for 12 years okay. and I re- left there as the operations director when an opportunity came up at UConn. So now I'm the emergency communications manager and the manager of the 911 center at UConn since 2016. So, I'm approaching eight years. There. So,
0: you're still, oh wait, you're still doing, still that? doing
1: 911? Still doing 911, going on 20 years. Oh my God. Along with your, uh, your, your chief duties? Or? The chief duties is, is the volunteer portion. No, of that's it. right. The vo- we do get a, a, a stipend, you know, for being chief or for certain amount of calls we go on. There is some benefits, um, but it is not what pays the bills. It is not what sends the kids to college. That's right, because it's the this volunteer. Is, yeah. This is a volunteer department that um, we do because we, we love our community, we love to help people and uh we want to keep that place uh open and running with volunteers as long as we can
0: that's right so you're still doing the uconn thing yep and i'm glad you brought up because you're right the columbia fire department and i got to go back and ask something about jonathan and windham as well well. i'll get to that in a second but you guys do a bunch of nice stuff throughout the year you're very active in the community you want to name some of
1: the stuff yeah well we um we do the 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 parade here on main street willimanic that Uh josh niles from wyndham center puts on every year the light parade we love doing that um, and when then, recently we've been doing a lot of recruitment drives, because that's, that's where we are. If we can't, we gotta get new people in. So we just recently, this summer, had a recruitment event down at the main Moose. Mm-hmm. Um, we work very closely with the folks there. They're, they're really good to us in Columbia. Um, and we had fire departments from Lebanon, Coventry, Andover, Andover, Hebron, and the Wyndoms, as Wyndhams, Col- as well as Columbia, come down for that event. We tore up a car in front of people. Wow, um, we had a we had a good event. Did we get a lot of <laughs> applications sent out from it? As many as we do when we sit at our firehouse and, you know, a few here and there do they pan out? It's it's hard. People right. just don't have the time. So, but right. it's nice to do an event like that where we're out in the public eye. And I think you also do around the holidays a
0: Toys for Tots with um Uh, Mutual, I know, I don't know if you know her that well, a girl I went to school with, uh, Heather Van Dyke Cardona, I think her name is. And um, she uh, also, uh, I can't think of the. Uh, she had sadly had her daughter pass away. And I think you Correct. guys do something with the toys yeah, for tots. Yeah, we
1: do. It's um, it's for Wayne actually. That's right, Wayne, yeah. yeah, Megan's place. Megan's place. Yeah, yeah, thank you. At, yeah. at Wayne, um, we do a toy drive every year yeah. with the state police. The state police has the toys for tots, and we do it for Megan's place. But there's enough toys coming in where we split them up for everybody.
0: Now, if people so. want to get involved. Uh, with doing stuff with you within the community the columbia fire department same thing they go reach out yep. on facebook reach they... out
1: on facebook on a wednesday <clears> evening <throat> we're there every wednesday evening starting at seven o'clock sunday mornings 10 to noon we're there whether it's drill training meetings Oh, that's good to um, know. so you're there, there certain times come in any wednesday any uh any sunday morning um but if you don't live in columbia you have if you live in Willamannock, the Wyndhams are always looking for members you can join north windham Wyndham center south windham lebanon hebron Coventry, Andover, everybody's looking for members, and that so.
0: leads me to my next question, which I want to go back to: Are all the uh, fire departments, as you just named too, along with Columbia you guys, all tight? Is there, I mean, yes. I know you're all out, to, you know, yep. it's all benefiting, helping people throughout yep. Eastern Connecticut. But um, I guess that uh, leads me back to another question: Why um, is why is Jonathan with Wyndham when he uh, does he just want to go out and uh, why
1: why is he in Columbia? So Jonathan started his his career we'll call it uh, in mansfield fire department at 14 years old
0: okay
1: mansfield fire department with the boy scouts have a 14 had a 14 to 16 year old oh. um group i'm not sure if they still do um but then at 16 years old he joined he came over to columbia you know where he's from with me there right. um and came in on as a cadet and then he became a full member when he turned 18 but willimanik is a career fire department Oh, I got So that's his career. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's his career. And and Willimannick, for this community and for the area, um, does great. A great fire department, great group of guys. um, And they supplement us. So when there's a fire, we can't do it alone. So we end up with other towns coming in and Willimantic for us in Columbia is is automatic. Great, so huh? we know we're getting a big group of guys coming in, well-trained.
0: You guys uh, all work together. I, yeah, I, I see
1: to. uh, the stuff that Jonathan posts and
0: he's very active in the, uh, uh, the Willimantic fire department. I think he's gonna be their social media
1: specialist. <laughs> <laughs> he's up there with Scrivener, I'll tell you, all, he's all over Facebook yeah. too. It's nice to get that stuff out
0: though. Yeah, and it's very, you know, the community loves to see it and they love to be in yeah. touch and keeps everyone up to date and um also i want uh will wh- where does he want to go from here jonathan does he does he like i mean obviously he loves his home area yep does he ever talk about nah, i think i want to you know maybe move out move out of connecticut or not 100 percent
1: sure where he's going to end I know up. No, you
0: and Becky don't want to see that. You and no. Beck,
1: you want him around here. We want him. We want him to stay here. <laughs> sure. You hear that, Jonathan? Stay home. Yeah, stay <laughs> home. Um, yeah. Right. Uh, at some point, you know, the grandkids and everything. We don't want to have to travel out to Phoenix to visit them. So, <laughs> you know. But no, Jonathan has no yeah. plans on on leaving Willamette. We don't. We don't right want him to leave either. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's. Uh, he's he's got a bright there. future. He's there learning and and loving it. So, um, where it takes him, yeah, we'll see. And Nick as well. Do you call him Nicholas oh, Nicholas, Nick? Nick? Well, he's Nick. Yeah, I never know if Nick. it's Jonathan or Nicholas. Yeah. As long as
0: I've known you and your family, it's John and Nick. So right? people
1: that we found out that have known our kids since they were born, it's Jonathan and Nicholas. But anyone that met him, anybody that met him further on, <laughs> they go John. Because it's it's easier to write in right. school, John and Nick. Exactly. exactly.
0: So. All right, now we're getting right towards the end here. Thank okay. you, J. Matt Rupar. This is the time where I, I ask my guests, uh, first of all, uh, two quick things. We'll try and squeeze this in. Show some love to your, your staff there at the Columbia Fire Department. I know you want to go ahead and name yeah, a bunch of names right we'll down the line. It would
1: be tough. It would be tough because there's going to be somebody I'm going to forget. But the reason we're there is because of our past chiefs. You know, So I know um, the people that put me to where I am today um, were the past chiefs. Jerry James, Mike Lester, Pete Sarkel, Steve Postemski. Um, those were my chiefs. You know, when I, was, I started, when I first started, it was Jerry James. When I got elected, when I was elected uh, chief, July 12th, um, Jerry swore me in. So that was, that was special to me because he was the chief when I first started. That's awesome. So, um, but the countless men and women on the fire department from, you know, all of the officers that are there to all the members that get up, you know, all the time at 2 o'clock in the morning. Um, they know who we are. They, they know who they are. We can't do it without them. Um, and, and we just, uh, we love having them.
0: Well, as our uh, mutual buddy Tom Brady said yesterday, yesterday it's all about team. It's and, all about team. You and can't and you Scott can't do saying. this.
1: You can't do it yourself. It's
0: All about team yep. and the passion. Sure. Um, and now, any closing thoughts before we wrap up? No,
1: again, just thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, love being here. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, and if anybody out there is thinking about volunteering, just get to your local firehouse. Uh, everybody needs help, so join now. Chief Scott Haddad, Yep, Uh, go way back with this guy. Pleasure to have you here. Thank you. I've known him
0: since second grade. When I saw that in the paper, I'm like, yes, (laughs) he's chief. We can call him chief now. Uh, So you heard the the man uh, reach out uh, on the the Facebook page, right, if you want to help out or be a part of the Columbia Volunteer Fire Department. Uh, That'll wrap things up for Episode 37. I know we're running a little late. Sorry, J. Matt Rupar. Uh, Thank you to Liberty Bank. Be community kind. Thank you to J. Matt Rupar. Thank you for listening, and thank you for watching. In the words of the great Roddy McCumber, bye for now, folks. Bye for now.